Well, hello there. You're listening to Wife Goes On, a woman's wellness guide to thriving after adversity. And I'm your host, Tay Flowers of Tay's Travel Club. I'm a part-time lifestyle and travel blogger, and I heard you back there mumble. Why is a blogger talking to me about life and wellness? Well, I'll tell you why. In my most recent past, I went through a public, to me at least, divorce, and many ladies asked me, how do you do it? How do you have so much joy? How do you smile every day? How did you move on? Well, this podcast will tell you my secret, ladies, and give you ideas and tools and tricks and homework on how to move on from such a dreadful part of your life, too. Each short episode will dive into one of the eight dimensions of wellness each week and explore how we can make changes to it to improve our overall health. So stay tuned to hear stories, guest interviews, and comments and letters answered. Go and get on my email list so you can get updates of my free episode and go follow me on Instagram, DM me so we can go ahead and talk about it. Going through a divorce can be emotionally challenging, but it's also an opportunity to focus on your self-care and personal growth. Include your physical fitness. Regular exercise can boost your mood, increase your self-confidence, and help you stay healthy during this transitional period. I personally stopped working out and eating healthy. It was only work. It was go get these kids, take them to sports, you know, take them to school, get home, get them uh, with their homework, feed them, and go to sleep. So that meant more driving, more on the road, uh, me just working on medicine, and more fast food. I would say emotional eating, but I love to eat in general, so I can't even say I emotionally ate myself to this. But I blew up to over 300 pounds. And I could not see it. Other people could, of course, until I couldn't see it until my clothes didn't fit anymore. Um, But let me tell you something. I've been on this journey and I've lost a little weight. When you see me out in the streets, know that I am showing off this body because I am getting to a place where I am uh, not only emotionally well and have more self-confidence, but I'm also looking good and you pretty much can't tell me anything. So here are five essential tips that I took in order for me to start reclaiming my fitness, my physical fitness post-divorce. Number one, start slow and gradual. Now, I'm not saying that you have not been on a physical fitness journey or, or this is not already a part of your lifestyle, but normally when you have a big blow in your life, your schedule, your body, your mindset changes. You have no reason to do anything that you used to do, or you may have to do other things such as me now becoming a single parent household. I really didn't have time to for myself to do the things I used to do. So I started slow and gradual. It's crucial to ease yourself into the fitness journey, especially if you haven't been active for a while. Begin with low intensity activities like walking, swimming, even somatic exercises or gentle yoga. This gradual approach not only prevents injury, but also builds a strong foundation for more intense workouts in the future. So don't go lifting 200 pounds during squats, you know, just ease into it. Number two, find activities you enjoy. The key to sticking with an exercise routine is to find activities that you genuinely enjoy, whether it's dancing, hiking, cycling, maybe joining a group fitness classes, 
Choose activities that bring you joy. When you have fun working out, it doesn't feel like a chore and you're more likely to stay motivated. And that was one of my main problems. I only want to dance, number one, or walk. I do not want it to feel like it's a chore. And then also I want to make sure that um, it was genuinely fun and that I could do this whether I was part of a class or not. I don't have to go to the gym and get on a treadmill to walk and I can turn on any music in my bedroom, in my home and just dance the night away. So it was great for me to be able to stick whatever exercise I want to do in my schedule at any time and it not have to be like an organized Zumba class or anything like that. So I chose dancing and I also chose um, walking. I've now started looking into somatic exercises just to kind of release tension from my hips and my thighs to kind of like get my body, my metabolism start going again. But you know, that's always been fun too because it's low resistance too. Number three, establish a consistent routine. Consistency is the cornerstone of any successful fitness plan. Create a regular workout schedule that aligns with your daily life, whether it's early morning workouts, lunchtime sessions, or even classes. Having a routine helps you prioritize your fitness goals and make exercise a habit. This is very important to me. I will always have a standing appointment for my hair, my nails, my lashes, my brows, I will always have a standing appointment for those things, but I did not put exercise as a priority. To me, I felt like those were the only things that were making me feel pretty at that time while I scarfed down uh, Zaxby's. But now I see the importance, and I've known it, but now I see the importance of actually scheduling and making myself get up in the morning and do the exercise. I will say though, this is this is me being honest. I've lost almost 70 pounds in this journey since January of this year. I've lost almost 70 pounds. So I'm on my way to back to where I'm supposed to be. However, it's 70 pounds and I'm starting to look good and feel myself and I started slacking and I got rid of my schedule. I it takes 21 days to build a habit and 7 days to break it. I think it's been like seven weeks since I've been on a consistent schedule. Uh, so people at my job are now starting to do jumping jacks and squats at the on top of the hour. Um, also, there are some people at my job that are walking during their 15-minute breaks or their lunch break, which is scary to me because I don't want to work out and not be able to shower afterwards. But however, this, the weather's getting better and I might start walking on my 15-minute break just to be able to get that time in. So I'm about to, I'm, I'm telling you what to do because I've done it before, but now I need to listen to my own, um, <laughs> my own suggestions and get consistent again on my own schedule. Let's take a quick break before we finish the last two. Hey ladies, just a little reminder, go on ahead and give your girl a review on podchaser.com. Just search for wife goes on and leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, we're back. Let's talk about number four and five. Number four, set realistic goals. 
Setting achievable fitness goals is essential for tracking your progress and staying motivated. Start with small, realistic milestones and gradually work your way up. Whether it's aiming to walk a certain distance, increasing your weight lift, or improving your flexibility, each accomplishment boosts your confidence. So let me tell you, of course, if you follow me on my personal Facebook page, I am quick to post about how um, I have to lose 40 pounds in 10 days. That is not realistic. And I know I'm not being realistic. I don't expect to lose 40 pounds or 50 pounds in, in two days. And I get it. I'm just being funny. So although I'm being funny, I do off of social media set realistic goals. My 70 pound weight loss averages up to about uh, maybe 10 pounds a month that I've lost because I've kind of stalled now and due to my non-physical uh, movement, but 10 pounds per month. And that's really about 2.5 pounds a week. So four weeks in a month, 2.5 pounds each week. That's 10 pounds uh, that month. And that's on average, that's actually probably on the high end, high average of healthy weight loss. If you had surgery done or if you um you're probably doing some medical assisted uh weight loss program, it may be more. So please don't go by this if it's if it's more than 10, you're sick. Please don't think that. Just unless you're not having medical assistance, then go go get checked out cuz that could be something. But be realistic. And not only that, make sure that we're not looking at only our weight on the scale, make sure you look at non-scale victories. I'm quick to talk about my non-scale victories, such as now I can t- I can uh, buckle up my sandals. You know the sandals that have the little buckle on the outside of your ankle? When I was going on trips, I would ask my roommates <laughs> to buckle up my, <laughs> my sandals. I don't want to say their names because they know. They know who they are. But I would ask my roommates in my hotel room to buckle up my sandals because I didn't want to get a Charlie horse from bending over and trying to do it myself. So now I can comfortably lift my ankle up like a little child, have your knee by your head and buckle my shoes on my own. Those are important things to celebrate. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I'm thinking about that shoe. Last but definitely not least, seek support and guidance. Divorce can be a challenging time and having a support system can make a significant difference. Consider working with a personal trainer or joining a fitness group to connect with like-minded individuals. Sharing your fitness journey with others can provide motivation, accountability, and a sense of belonging. Remember, your post-divorce fitness journey is a personal one, and it's essential to prioritize self-care and self-love along the way. By taking these steps and embracing a healthier lifestyle, you can rebuild your physical strength and emotional well-being by setting a stage for a brighter future. Just stay resilient, stay active, and take care of yourself. Our next episode will be on spiritual wellness. Please join me on the next episode as we discuss ways to fulfill that dimension.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Wife Goes On. If you like the episode and you think it may be useful to someone else, please leave a review at podchaser.com. If you got any questions, just let me know at wifegoeson.org underscore on Instagram. Just DM me. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes sharing these same strategies and tips on how to explore the dimensions of wellness and get back on track with your life after adversity. And ladies, happy healing.